Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show that's in the Christmas spirit. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or it's on the classic, Facebook. Sure, you know, it's the podcast, good. which you can I mean, subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing a part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there with Helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Merry Hi, Christmas. Thanks for putting me on the camera. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no. I, uh, I'm used to, you know, being on camera as soon as that thing is done rolling. Yeah, and, and instead it was, just, it was just, uh, just a bunch of me being like, we're not going to run the intro? People, people don't want to see that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Absolutely. Today is Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020. 336 days till Thanksgiving, episode 1088. 1088 this is the Alice Valentine episode. On today's show, friends, got a big show. Big show. Big show. And I don't normally say that. Normally, we have very small shows. Yep. Normally, we have little pequeño shows. Pequeño. <laughs> Poquito. Uh, but no, we have grande today. <laughs> we have a grande show. See. Si. Uh, we are going to start it off with America's favorite segment, Free Money. Then if we're you going to make have, it through that. The rest of the show gets better, I promise. Then we're going to have the picks, my high school football predictions for every single playoff game this weekend. Uh, and then back half of the show, we got Greg Powers, an actual athlete, our recruiting analyst. I guess we, since we record him differently, we could have moved him around, but whatever. <laughs> we already booked the show. And then Greg Powers sticks around because oh, yeah. we have our Dave Campbell's Texas football, Texas football today. Christmas spectacular. You will not want to miss that. It's a lot great. of fun. We had a good time. So, we really did have a good time. That one was fun. That. Do we have first fourth of the door? We sure do. It was Meese, Tony Blaylock, Daniel Agnew, and William Dyson. Welcome in, fellas. Hello. Welcome in. Um, a, a programming reminder, this is our final episode of the week. We will have an episode Monday. We'll be back Monday the 29th? 28th. Something Monday the 28th. Like We're taking the next the rest of the week off because tomorrow is Christmas Eve. The next day is Christmas, and the next day is Saturday. We never do shows on Saturday. So, there you go. That's oh, our problem. Oh, that's why no one's up here when I come up here on Saturday. Pickle! <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, jeez. There's only one way to celebrate <laughs> oh, the most I wonderful time of the year, and that is with the most wonderful segment of the show. That's right. It's time for America's favorite segment, Free Money! I love that Adam's chilling over there. Free money! Adam! 
We have free money. My college football pick. Is <laughs> he <laughs> I think so, but he turned around like knowing My you're boss a crazy is over here person. Unloading magazines. My college football picks against the spread went two and three in the last full week of the year. Two and three. So here's where we stand. I believe we have four bowl games. Is that right? Yeah. I think we have four bowl games. We have two of them this week and two of them next week. You only sent me two of them. Yeah, there's only two. Maybe there's five. Here's where I am. I'm four games above 500 right now. That stinks. So I got to get at least one of these right. I hope that you guarantee don't. a five uh, above 500. That's right. my favorite Christmas present. So, is if you are so below 500. We've got two games this week, and then we'll have another episode of Free Money next week. Where do we start, pickle? <laughs> um, up first, let's head over to New Mexico. No, uh, we won't. Do you know where this game is? Is it not in Albuquerque? It's in Frisco. Huh? Yeah. The New Mexico Bowl is in Frisco. Oh, I thought the First Responders Bowl was. Uh, no, the First Responders Bowl is at uh, Ford Stadium in, uh, in, in Dallas. 2020 is dumb. <laughs> so let's head over to Frisco for the New Mexico Bowl between Hawaii and Houston at 2.30 p.m. on Thursday in Frisco. Houston, a much closer team, is favored basically at home by 11. Okay. So. Why did they do that? Because I think the restrictions in New Mexico, I think oh. they weren't able to have it. So they're having the New Mexico Bowl. It's like how they're having the Rose Bowl in Arlington. They're yeah. having the New Mexico Bowl in Frisco. Nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> I know. So here's where we're at with this. <laughs> we don't know. What? I have one. I have one stance on bowl games. And betting on bowl games, which is, it has nothing to do with how good the teams are. Okay, yep. nothing to do. It's all about all the external things, like who wants to be there, who's motivated and playing, and circumstances beyond people's control. And here is why I'm taking Houston minus eleven. It's real easy. It's real easy. Mm-hmm. It's Hawaii coming to the mainland. Okay, it's Hawaii coming to the mainland. That's it. That, 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 that's such a huge difference. They're such a different team on the island than they are in in the States. I like Houston minus 11. I think that they're going to cover that uh, because I think that, first of all, I think they want to finish the season strong. Mm-hmm. I think Dana's going to have them fired up. And I also think that Hawaii coming coming to the mainland, is they are just not very good uh, there. So, in fact, hold on. Let me see if I can find that. What that's a long trip on see, Christmas Eve. I want to see what their... Um, what their um, Wait, so you're telling me theoretically I could go watch the New Mexico Bowl and then just head on over to the Star to watch my mm-hmm. to work my game on Thursday? Mm-hmm. You absolutely could. Okay, let me mm-hmm. see. Point spread analysis. Let's see. Hawaii is one and two away from the island this week against this year against the spread. Plain and simple. I like Houston minus eleven. In the mainland. And finally, pickle. And finally. We are finally almost done with this. Uh, the first responders bowl being played in God knows at SMU. where. <laughs> being played at SMU. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Louisiana versus UTSA, 2.30 p.m. on Saturday. The Raging Cajuns favored by 19 over the Roadrunners. So there is a lot of juice behind Louisiana right now. A mm-hmm. lot of juice. I think people are looking at the Sun Belt because nobody ever looks at the Sun Belt. The Sun Belt. And I think what's happening is that people are like, who is this Coastal Carolina team, mm-hmm. right? Who do they have to play? Who are they? Like, who, who, is, who is this Coastal Carolina team? Where, where are they from? And they're overcooking the Sun Belt just a little bit. Because mm-hmm. UTSA is really good. UTSA's got the Texas College Player of the Year and Sincere McCormick just named on TexasFootball.com. 
this team, UCSA. Go ahead and yell it. Yell the disrespect. It's disrespect. It is. 19, 19 point it's line is disrespect. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. I don't know if UTSA wins this game, but I think they. I think that if they lose it, I think they lose by less than 19. Yeah. I think I think 19's overcooking it. That's, uh, yeah. Two touchdowns? Maybe. 19? Mm-mm. No. Jeff Trailer's going to have these teams, play, these boys play with pride. I think UTSA uh, covers the 19. I like UTSA plus 19 in the first responder bowl on Saturday. So there you go. There are my free money picks. I hate that I agree with you on your free money picks. I like Houston minus 11 uh, in the New Mexico Bowl over Hawaii, and I like UTSA plus 19 uh, in the – and beyond that, you know, I guess it's not really a – UTSA's a little bit closer than Lafayette, I guess. Anyway. Yeah. I would, um, well, yeah. Probably. I, I like so. I like UTSA. I mean, it's plus, like two hours to get to Shreveport. I like UTSA plus 19 in the first responder <laughs> bowl over Louisiana. So there it is, my free money picks. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. All right, Pickle, let me ask you a question. Yep. Have you done all your Christmas shopping? Yes. You have. Okay. I'm good. done. All right, that's fine. Um, have, do, have you, mm-hmm. loyal viewer, done all your Christmas shopping? Probably not. Is the answer no? I hope so. How about you get an instant gift right now? TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. A subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football is the perfect gift for the football fan in your life. Two magazines a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe makes a great gift. It's like the Jelly of the Month Club, but way better. It's like the Jelly of the Month Club, except we don't send you jelly. (laughs) It's the exact same, but different. It's it's the exact same in every way, except in every way. Uh, textfootball.com slash subscribe. So, Pickle, I'll give you the option. Do you want to do this week in recruiting or do you want to do the picks? Uh, the picks this week are really, really stinking good, and we have really stinking good powers content, so let's go ahead and do this week in recruiting. I'm, I'm happy with the picks. I'm pumped for you all to see the picks. Greg Powers, the next level athlete at recruiting analyst, stop by. Talk all things early signing period in this week in recruiting. Here is Greg Powers with this week in recruiting on Texas Football Today. I'm Greg Tepper, that's Greg Powers, and this is This Week in Recruiting. It's This Week in Recruiting with our good buddy, Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, our good chicken buddy, Greg Powers, brought to you by our friends at Chicken Express, our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Powers, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody here as well. It's going to be an exciting episode. I'm really excited about today. This is, uh, we've got you here for one of two segments, but we're going to start with the important stuff. Well, (laughs) We'll I guess. I don't know. Christmas (laughs) draft's pretty important. But uh, National Signing Day, well, not really, Early Signing Day. Early Signing Period. Early signing. Early signing. Period. (laughs) Has come along. And it always hits us in a weird way because we're always at state championship games and things like that. But Early Signing Period has come. And we have some actual recruits to talk about, some actual signees to talk about. You've got a great piece up on TexasFootball.com slash recruiting where you rank the 2021 recruiting classes in the state of Texas. And let's I guess let's start at the top because I think that's where probably everybody wants to start, which is, well, I don't think there's really any question who are the top recruiting class in the state. It's those Aggies from College Station. Definitely. And, I, I you know, as I reflect back on the year that was in recruiting, I feel like – and, you know, justifiably so. We've spent a lot of time talking about how well the Oklahoma Sooners mm-hmm. have recruited in the state of Texas. Well, now that the ink is dried on the letter of intent come the early signing period, now that it's come and gone, 
Texas A&M's recruiting class is rated ahead of Oklahoma's. So we need to give some credit to Jimbo mm-hmm. Fisher, his staff there, what not o- what they not only accomplished on the field this season, but what they have accomplished off the field in recruiting and what's been a very difficult year. And they closed ever so strong. And really that's the thing that he was able to hang his hat on at Florida State, and he's brought that to Texas A&M with him the ability to close on top recruits down the stretch and getting Bryce Foster, Mm -hmm. the mountain, the strongest man in the world, five-star, DCTF five-star, super team member, you know, all everything offensive lineman on the last day of the early signing period was ever so huge. And and also to get Shamar Turner and uh, Tunmishi Adelaide on the defensive front coming down the stretch. I mean, just a great job in the trenches. That's what really stands out to me. This team in the trenches – is going to be completely different moving forward. They've got road graders and tanks and buses and Mack trucks, all the descriptive terms you could put out there for defensive and offensive line. Well, and, you know, we, we talked about A&M having a strong class even before the early signing period, but it's, is it fair to say from my dumb guy perspective that going into the signing period, we thought they have a really good class. And coming out of this early signing period, we're saying they have – I don't even know if you need to say borderline, but elite class. Yeah, it's a top 10 national class. I mean, borderlining on that top five, I think 24-7 sports has them rated number seven. Um, But, again, what they did on the offensive and defensive line is is really instantly going to make that a a kind of different team, especially on the defensive side of the football. What they they did at defensive end is really special. Um, But – you know, we didn't even talk about Remington Strickland, newly minted DCTF four-star, who I think is number 26 in the state, that they signed, or they signed but got a commitment from just a couple days or 24 hours after they did from Shamar Turner at DeSoto. And then to get Toon Miche on national signing the first day of the yeah. early signing period and to close with Bryce Foster, who actually was a bit of a surprise to some people. I mean, a lot of people out there thought that he was going to Oklahoma. So uh, r- really turned the tides in that recruitment, and he's going to stay in state. You've got Texas as the number two class in the state. Uh, you know, for all the all the ring hand-wringing, they finished pretty strong, ended up uh, holding on to Jatavian Sanders at Denton Ryan, which I think is probably their, their biggest prospect to, to haul in. Um, you know, they get 12 of the top 100, Dave, Dave Campbell's hot 100 uh, there. Baylor ranks third, uh, a, a you know, a variety of offensive stars there. But I want to talk about what comes next because to me, the real surprise on this list is not, it's not a surprise that A&M and Texas are one, two in some way. Right. right? I think that's, I think we all could have, you could five years ago, I could have predicted that. Right. (laughs) But what's interesting to me, we've got SMU fourth. We got UTSA sixth. I mean, that's ahead of a couple of power of power five programs like Texas Tech. That's ahead of Houston, who is known as probably the the, the strongest group of five team in the state of Texas. I mean, for UTSA and for SMU, this has to be a rousing success of a recruiting cycle. Well, if you're UTSA and you beat a power five school, that really I mean, that's never happened. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, that I, I'm I'm just gonna. It's not a probably a very deep ledge to jump off that's never happened right mm-hmm. that's never happened um jeff trailer's done a tremendous job down there in his first year not only finding recruits but recruiting some guys who can come in and make i, I think a quick difference and add to what they're going to be bringing in from the transfer portal i think that's going to be really important uh, for them as well as a matter of fact they've already signed ron tatum who was an all-american defensive lineman uh, who was at one time at oklahoma uh, so they're already starting to add pieces to that team that's going to help keep them on the winning side of things on the field uh, on Saturdays. And they're bringing in 
complementary high school prospects to add to that mix. And I think that that uh, is a very smart way to attack the process if you're Jeff Trailer and his staff there in San Antonio. And uh, really, all credit to SMU. The, the line between Baylor at three and SMU at four was ever so close. I mean, I debated – for a decent amount of time, whether who was third and who was fourth. Mm -hmm. uh, Dave Aranda and his staff did a tremendous job of evaluating talent this year because up and down that list are all guys who I think can play, whether they're rated three stars or four stars or they found them after they lost a commitment. You know, sometimes fans look at that and say, oh, well, we lost Hal Presley and then we had to take this guy. Well, the guy that they replaced him with, uh, Monterey Baldwin from Colleen Shoemaker was someone that no one knew about and is a baller on tape. So, I mean, they've done a tremendous job up and down the list of evaluating talent. But SMU went up against Power 5 schools for almost every kid that's on their list in multiple Power 5 schools and were able to sign them. And, of course, we've talked about it multiple times. Preston Stone is at the top of that group. But just go ahead and check out the, the actual in-state signing day list. We have another separate article outside of this that you can click on from, you know, the rankings list to, to deep do a deeper dive into SMU's class. Look at some of their players on film. We have uh, capsules and uh, highlights and all their profiles. So check some of these guys out. These guys are going to be um, adding to that talent on the field for SMU for a long time to come. And I kind of liken them in this article to what Bill Snyder did at Kansas State in the Big 12. They're able to get good high school players, mix them in with transfer players, and that gives them a product right now that can compete with anybody in the country on Saturday. So I'm going to put you on a, in a tough spot. It's Greg Powers, next level athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. I'm going to put you in a tough spot. When you look at the 12 FBS classes in the state of Texas, uh, who's the most disappointing? I mean, obviously – Look, like Rice is held to a different standard than A&M, right? I, I think, and, and understandably so. Uh, there is that gap, and I think, I, but I would say relative to expectations. It's not that difficult. Oh, really? Yeah, not that difficult because all the way down to Rice, Rice did a tremendous job this year. As a matter of fact, if you look at the last three years, they've finished over 20 spots higher in the national ratings than they have if you on average. So Rice did a, a bang-up job this Maximum year. Maximum hoot. Yeah. <laughs> Hooting intensity. <laughs> <laughs> they did a bang-up job in recruiting. The, similar to UTSA and SMU, Rice um, has out-recruited what they normally do. And, and you should really pat Bloomberg and his staff on the back as well for what they did because it's a really good class. It's further down the list. They didn't have as many guys, and it's tougher to recruit at Rice. But Houston is clearly the team to me this year uh, that ha has had – poor recruiting up to this point now there's still time for them to turn that around before the final national signing day on february 3rd they're probably going to try to themselves mix in some transfers as well i mean it's a heavy transfer portal year this year there's a lot of guys who have eligibility and are looking for places to play next year um so houston may take advantage of that maybe too quick to judge them but as it sits right now from what your expectations are houston is at the bottom of that list and, and you really can't rate Texas State and UTEP, they only announced one signing each. So, I mean, sure, I'm guessing that's a huge disappointment mm -hmm. if you're fans of those programs. There's, like, literally nothing to read about when it comes to recruiting for those two schools. But I kind of give them a pass in some regards because you don't know, right, who's going to be a member of their class come February. Maybe they're waiting it out to try to get a better quality player on that list uh, on February 3rd. But you can't rate them because they only signed one player. So, Houston is the is – the, 
I guess the loser, I guess, is what you're going to say for right now, but still time. Still a lot of time. That's that's what's important is that this is only the early signing period. There's, you know, we've still got a, a couple of months before we get to National Signing Day or a month and a half or so before we get to National Signing Day. But between then and now is the holidays, and I would imagine you are going to take a, a little bit of a deep breath and take, take some time. Well, and UH fans, don't despair. You got Maddox Cop, an yeah. elite 11 quarterback. So, I mean, if, if there was one thing, like, that you really <laughs> wanted to make sure that you got in your Christmas stocking, this could be the kid because he could be an NFL player one day. If he's, yeah, if he's the consolation prize, right. then I would say things are okay. He's Greg Powers, the Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, appreciate your time, and we'll see you in just a second. There he is, Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete. Look how thrilled I am. You're just like, uh, <laughs> cuts <me> like, <laughs> uh, Greg Powers. Next Tell us how you really feel about us, He will man. join us. He'll join us brief in just a moment for our Christmas Spectacular. So if you just if you just haven't had enough Greg Powers. No one can ever have enough Greg tuned. Powers. Stay tuned. We're Texas Football. Today we're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking Football on the Lone Star State. And follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. The first time in a long, long time, there are Texas high school football games the week of Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's right. We have Texas high school ball games tomorrow and Texas high school ball games Saturday. Mm-hmm. And this video hasn't been released yet, so this is like the exclusive this is the, this sneak is the, peek, this is the, this is the world premiere. premiere of probably our best work all year, if we're being honest. Good, I gotta admit. <laughs> Here are my predictions for all 32 Texas high school playoff games this weekend. You're on Texas football today. Trevor, we've got to shoot the picks videos. The picks videos? Yeah, the 5 and 6 day picks videos. Oh, state championships are last week. No, we still got four more weeks. Oh, it's, it's Christmas. Football season's over. 2020, man, we still got four more weeks. There's... Hold on. There's no way that's true. Hold on a second. You said four more weeks? Yeah, four more weeks, 5 and 6 day. What the f- Welcome into the Picks, presented by Visit Arlington, your guide to Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And here's something I've never said on the Picks video before. Merry Christmas. That's right. Here we are into Christmas time. Uh, the week of Christmas, we will have 32 Texas high school football playoff games this weekend on Christmas Eve and on Boxing Day. There are no games on Christmas Day, so you can enjoy uh, your holiday uh, however you so choose. But look, we're into the third round of the 6A and 5A playoff, the regional semifinals, and the action's really heating up. Uh, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty where you've got games every week where they're state championship caliber games, or at least state semifinal caliber games everywhere you look. Massive games everywhere. We start in Arlington. 3.15 Saturday afternoon at Globe Life Park in Arlington. It's Class 6A Division II regional semifinal between the Abilene Eagles and the Denton Geyer Wildcats. Where are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, Abilene's hot hand. So let's go back about a month ago to November 13th as Abilene entered a district contest with Wolfer's Friendship. And I'll be honest, I didn't think much of it at the time. In fact, Abilene was 1-4 at that moment, and things had not looked good for the Eagles. But that's when they got hot. They have not lost since. They are 5-0 and in their last five games. 
behind a much improved defense led by Nathan Guzman and an emerging offense led by quarterback Abel Rodriguez. This team is starting to play its best football right now. They are the hot team. They are the team that nobody wants to run into right now. So can Abilene's momentum carry them through? Key number two, Geyer's other guys. When we talk about Geyer, it's really easy to talk about their quarterback, Eli Stowers. And for good reason, the Texas A&M signee is sensational. But I think Geyer is best when they get a lot of the other guys going, most notably on the defensive side, led by Cooper Lance, and when they get their running game going with Byron Phillips Jr. That is really when the Wildcats are hard to stop. So can Eli Stowers get some support from his friends? And key number three, West Texas referendum. I don't love the phrase West Texas when you're talking about Texas high school football because West Texas is big and it's diverse and there's a lot of different areas, whether you're talking about El Paso or the Panhandle or the South Plains or the Permian Basin or the Concho Valley or Big Bend or where Abilene lies, the big country. But look, for the sake of argument, let's just say that Abilene is the last team that you could call West Texas that is left in the 6A playoffs. And quite frankly, it has not gone well for West Texas when they have played DFW teams. In 6A, West Texas is 1-3 against DFW powers. Uh, the only win is Abilene's win last week over North Crowley. If you include 5A Division One, the top three divisions, West Texas is a grand total of 2-5 and five against DFW. It has not gone well. Abilene represents the last hope for West Texas to make a deep playoff run. Can the Eagles stand up for out West? Who am I picking? I'm going with Geyer. I got to give the nod to the Wildcats because they have the single individual best player in Eli Stowers. And I think if they get their running game juiced up, like they did last week late against Arlington, I think that is going to give them a big boost. Now, look, I think Arlington did expose some weaknesses on that Geyer defense. And I think Abel Rodriguez is fully capable of taking advantage of that. Furthermore, if Abilene's defense played like it did last week against North Crowley, then the Eagles have an outstanding shot of springing what would be, in my opinion, an upset. But in the end, I got to go with the Wildcats. I think Denton Geyer moves on to the regional final. 7 o'clock Saturday night at McLean Stadium in Waco. It's a 6A Division I regional semifinal between the DeSoto Eagles and the Spring Lions. If you are going by name recognition in this game, you are sorely mistaken because this spring team is capital D dangerous. I think they have maybe the most underrated quarterback in the state right now in Bishop Davenport. He has been outrageous and their defense is dynamic. They make plays. DeSoto is coming off of a comeback win over Rockwall. They kind of pulled it out of the fire thanks to quarterback Samari Collier. The big matchup for me in this one is the spring offensive line against this really dangerous defensive front for DeSoto led by Shamar Turner and Byron Murphy. If spring can hold up up front, I think they can absolutely take down DeSoto. But I think the DeSoto defense came through late last week, and I think they do it again this week. I think the Eagles move on to the regional final. 3 o'clock Thursday at Freedom Field in Iowa Colony. It is a 5A Division I regional semifinal between the Manville Mavericks and the Fort Bend Hightower Hurricanes. This is a rematch of a district game in which Manville won 49-38 about a month ago. But Hightower's on heater. Uh, their by-district win over Port Arthur Memorial was very impressive, and they are playing lights out offensively, thanks to their quarterback, Jacoby Longino, who has, I think, taken a big step forward. They're running the ball really well with Charles Schelling. So the difference in the first game when these two teams met was that Hightower did not have an answer for the pass-catch combo of Gabriel Larry and Jalen Walthall. 
That was the difference. They went off and basically ran away and hit. Can Hightower make stops and find a way to mitigate that pass-catch combo for the Mavericks? But here's why I'm taking Manville this time. Manville's defense, which is almost entirely comprised of juniors, has really grown up. And I think they're playing their best football right now. I think it's close, but I do think Manville moves on to the regional final. It's 7 o'clock Saturday night at Buccaneer Stadium in Corpus Christi. It's a 5A Division II regional semifinal between Sherilyn Pioneer and Georgetown Eastview. Pioneer is the final team standing for the Rio Grande Valley this season, and the game plan is simple. Hashtag let ELM cook. That's right, we're talking about Ailey Marburger, the quarterback for the Diamondbacks, who has been just one of the best players in the state. I mean, he's been unbelievable. He is averaging, averaging 470 total yards and six total touchdowns per game. He's been incredible. For the Diamondbacks, though, defense has left a little something to be desired, and that is where I think Eastview has a great shot in this game. Quarterback Peyton Adams, I think, is really solid. They run the ball very well with Isaiah Quentin Jackson. This team is loaded offensively. Look, if this is a game where you really value stops and you really value defense, you want to see that, find another game. I'll be honest. If you're that kind of guy, you're going to want a different game. This is going to be a high-scoring, fun, fireworks factory. And in the end, I go with the team with the single best player. Hashtag let ELM cook. I think Pioneer moves on to the regional final. But those are far from the only big games in the regional semifinals of 6A and 5A Texas high school football playoffs. Remember, if I don't mention it out loud, my picks are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Let's get to the lightning round. In 6A Division I, go on with a little upset special. I like Arlington Martin over South Lake Carroll. Give me a Tascacita over Fort Bend Ridge Point. Down south, I like Cibolo Steel over Laredo United South. Crunch time in 6A Division II. I like Cedar Hill just barely over Tom Ball Memorial. I think San Antonio Brennan takes control of Region 4 with a win over Austin Vandegrift. And huge showdown in Houston. I'm going with Katie in a close one over Shadow Creek. 5A Division I now. Highland Park gets a measure of revenge with a win over Frisco Lone Star. I'm going with Corpus Christi Flower Bluff over Victoria West. And Lubbock Coronado outslugs Red Oak. In 5A Division II, I like Wichita Falls Rider over Canyon Randall. Huntsville over Crosby in one of the toughest games to call this week. And is it too late for me to hop on the Timberview bandwagon, please? I'm taking Mansfield Timberview over Lucas Lovejoy. And those are the picks. I picked every single Texas high school football playoff game this weekend. I either said it out loud or scrolling down at the bottom of the screen. So you can let me know in the comments very politely, because remember, it's Christmas. What am I wrong about? Leave comments down below. Don't forget that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of the 2020 Texas high school football playoffs at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the regional semifinals of the Texas high school football playoffs. Be safe, wear a mask. Merry Christmas. We'll see you. There it is. The picks. My high school football predictions are the regional semifinals, 6A and 5A. Do you see what happens? We have a little bit more time on our hands. <laughs> Literally. We have, we have bits. <laughs> like, if we don't have two different seasons going on at one time, it's crazy how it's creative amazing. we can it's get. It's amazing <laughs> the weird thing. So hashtag <laughs> let ELM cook. I love uh, it. Yes. Hope you guys enjoyed that. That'll be up on YouTube shortly. So there you go. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Camels. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Pickle. It's what we've all been waiting for. One last thing to do. And it's our favorite thing. And that's this. Welcome in 
to the 2020 Dave Campbell's Texas Football, Texas Football Today, Christmas Spectacular. Woo! We are celebrating Christmas time the only way we know how with a dumb bit. And here to do this dumb bit with me is, of course, the Duchess of the Dorks, Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley. Merry Christmas. And we're joined by Dave Campbell's Texas Football Recruiting Analyst from Next Level Athlete, Greg Powers. You look very festive. What's up, y'all? Merry Christmas. This is awesome. Okay, so here's how this is going to work. <laughs> we're going to do a snake draft, and you have to build your team, your Christmas team, with three items. You have to have one of each. You can go in whatever order you want, but you have to have one of the following categories. One, a Christmas movie. Now, you can certainly... Like, we can get into the Die Hard conversation as to whether or not Die Hard is a, co is a Christmas movie. You have to convince us it's a Christmas movie. Okay. okay. There's some that are obvious. It's a Wonderful Life is a Christmas movie. Right. I think we all agree. No. I think if it has, the word, <laughs> oh, if it has really? the word Christmas in the title, I'm, I think it's a clear. That, too. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> Two, a Christmas song. Okay. Okay. Whatever your favorite Christmas song is, or one of them, you have to get them onto your team. And three, and this is the most important one. Mm-hmm. A Christmas song that you personally get to launch into the sun and nobody can ever listen to again. So, those are the three categories. Christmas movie, Christmas song, and a Christmas song you get to launch into the sun. So, those are your three categories. We did uh, we put together our, our order beforehand. It's going to be a snake draft. One, two, three, three, two, one. Powers has picked one, <laughs> one. In the, the first pick, and just so everyone knows... That was the loser. Correct. Because now I get the first and the sixth pick. Correct. Overall. Yeah. So the Christmas Spectacular pick, uh, the Christmas Spectacular, what is pick 1-1 one, one of the 2020 Dave Campbell second? Well, I'm coming out swinging, and there are a lot of great Christmas movies, right? I mean, this is probably the category that's loaded down with easy selections. You're going to go one to maybe seven or eight. It's, the deepest. it's, it's, the, the, it's deepest. the deepest position. Mm -hmm. It's the deepest position, but I feel like the first pick in this category is the strongest pick. And I'm going Christmas vacation. Damn it. Okay. I figured that's where that was going. <laughs> so easy chalk for me. I think it was the clear-cut favorite. So I wanted to come out swinging with that one. And, you know, I, I don't think there's any song, movie, or tradition that uh, transcend, transcends in the Powers family more than watching Christmas Are vacation. we all in a grill there? Like, in a that, grill? In agreement that that was the first, like the overall yeah. first no, pick. That's the I agree. That's the Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. yeah, that's the Trevor Lawrence. That's the Andrew Luck. That's the Peyton Manning. Like it's clear, obvious. I, mm -hmm. I and don't think I didn't know that you were mentioning Die Hard to try to slip that in to see <laughs> if maybe I would try to go in that to direction. Bite. But yeah. yeah, no, it's an excellent. It was pick. an excellent try, though. I it's mean, I, really, I respect the hustle. On it's that. a really good pick, and it makes me mad because that's that's the clear <laughs> one one, and I was hoping it would slip to two, mm -hmm. but it won't. I've got the second pick. And with the second pick, look, sometimes you have to take a stand. Sometimes you have to go out there and do something that's bigger than yourself. And so I'm going to use my first pick to right. launch a, sun, a song into the mm -hmm. sun. Okay, okay, okay. I think I know where you're going because we've discussed our I'm hatred. Gonna, I'm going to launch a song into the sun. And this is tough because this does have a very special place in my family history. Mm -hmm. This is the song. My son was born on December 3rd. As he's being <laughs> born, they have Christmas music playing. This is the song he was born to. Wow. So – Know that I don't do this. I don't know, know how to I, take that. I don't either. Like, I have no idea. If my son was born this. this song, we're throwing that away. <laughs> know that I don't do this lightly. Know that I don't do this lightly. That Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time is getting launched into the sun <laughs> with abandon. That song is 
horrible. Horrible. Oh, and it's the very clear worst song of Christmas. That is getting launched to the sun. We are never listening to Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time ever, ever again. Apologies to my wife, who I know is going to be very mad that I said that. But, this is awesome. But, but literally, literally, it's like the happiest moment of my life. But, like, it's proof that, like, nothing in life is free. You know what I mean? It's like, here's unadulterated joy. And then Paul the McCartney's movie? lurking the in the background. Pay your penance, son, at the same time. I know. It's like, it's like just proof that, like, yeah, you're going to be changing some poopy diapers for a while. Anyway, <laughs> Wonderful Christmas Time gets launched into the sun. Uh, for me. There's some kind of Christmas Carol vibe there that like we could make a movie out of this. Somehow. Oh yeah, simply. <laughs> it's awful. All right, pickle, you get two in a row. Two in a row. All you right. Know, by the way, uh, pickle did have the second, so I I won the the the, the draft order. order. So I picked second. So yeah. Anyway. Okay, so for back to back, I'm gonna go. My first pick is gonna be a movie. Mm-hmm. I know that I would agree that Christmas Vacation is definitely the number one seed. Powers. Yeah, Powers no, came out right. swinging, and it was a total slam dunk. Um, but I will say Mixed for – sports metaphor. There. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're, it's a hole-in-one. It's a hole-in-one. Yes. But for the movie, I'm going to go with Elf. Ooh, I nice feel pick. like nice Elf is a very, very solid one that, like, a little bit newer of mm-hmm. a movie. Obviously, Christmas Vacation is a little bit older, but for a new school movie, I say that that's probably the undisputed number one, at least in my mind. Did I, we all have Elf in the top three? I, it was, it was okay. on my board. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's on everybody's board, board. draft board. Everybody in the war room is going up there putting together their, their draft board. I think yeah. Elf is definitely that's – that's a first-round pick. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? If that had slipped to the second round, mm-hmm. it would have been like – we would have had Blasphemy. like the shot of Aaron Rodgers yep. and like waiting to be drafted. Right. Like, <laughs> how is Will Ferrell still sitting there? What may be interesting is the leftover. We might have to do like what's left over. Yeah, yeah, an, an honorable yeah. mention. Wasn't dra- yeah, yeah. Um, and then for my getting launched into the sun, I thought I real I forgot how much you had a hatred of that song, for mm. personal reasons, I guess. But for me, Twelve Days of Christmas is Ooh, getting really absolutely launched into the sun. Stupid song. Everyone hates it. It's way too long. You're forced to sing it in elementary school, and it ruins you from here on out. Twelve Days of Christmas. Adios. Wow. Get out of um, here. It's too long. It's way too long. Yeah. It, maybe a, I don't know, shoot, an eight days of Christmas or a ten days of Christmas, but mm-hmm. 12, far too many. Interesting. Okay. That's, um, I like that. That's that's a decent pick. I, I don't love that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't either. It's we, so annoying. We went, we, uh, me and my family went and saw Christmas lights last night. Did you go? Was it awesome? Place. It was great. And Christmas trap music is weird. But the <laughs> uh, but we were wa- we were watching that, and on the way home we were listening to Christmas music, and I realized how many songs I don't like. How many Christmas songs? I think I there's don't more like. that you're gonna you're going to not like I than agree. actually like. It's because there's oh, only see, a I'm backwards. You like more? Yeah, but I just love Chris- Christmas music. Just makes me happy. Yeah, you're just a, I'm just weird. You're a sucker. <laughs> so now there's some strategy here because both of you guys have taken movies. So I can wait until the third round to take a movie, all right? But what I'm going to do with my second pick, I'm going to take, a, I'm gonna take a, a, a Christmas song, okay? I'm going to take a Christmas song, and let's talk about, I think, the most important Christmas song ever written, and that's Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. Christmas in Hollis <laughs> yeah. by Run DMC is a masterpiece. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, Which probably means you're a Die Hard fan. There's really I – like, I do like Die Hard. Because it's in that movie. It is, a, it is in that movie. I think that Christmas in Hollis is, it fills this really interesting need that we have in America 
which is hip-hop Christmas songs. There's just not enough of them. But Run DMC is, of course, they are geniuses. They are, they are you know, pioneers. And I'm happy to take Christmas and Hollis with the fifth overall pick to, set my, to fill, my, fill my need. Thank you. It's a good pick. Did I take it's yours? A <laughs> it's a good pick. Did I take yours? I, I'm just going to say it's a good pick. Was it on your board? Yeah. You said it was on your board. It was on my board. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I love it. Christmas and Hollis but is it, mine. It'll put me in a tough position here. Mm -hmm. I'm the next pick, correct? You're the next this pick. this you got is the next me. Two. So I could go in either direction here as well. You know, I have to launch one out into the sun and I have to pick one of the favorites. So this is not an easy choice because I think now that you're you've got a huge clump in both of these categories that you could go in mm -hmm. either direction. Mm -hmm. But this may surprise, may not surprise some. I'm going with Carol of the Bells Ooh, for okay. my Christmas song. Okay, I like it. Okay. So that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Now I have a, a pretty strong top two. I think that it's a song that you can go to at any time, and it never gets old because it's a masterpiece. And you, yes. here's the thing about Carol of the Bells. That is not a song that is impor it's important who plays it. That's right. just, it's a it's a it's a good solid song that mm -hmm. like whether you're talking about uh, who's the uh, Trans-Siberian Trans Orchestra. Trans Orchestra. Trans Orchestra or you're just doing like a like a classical version or something like that. Mm -hmm. Always very very good. Yes. Okay. Now what is your we're gonna oh it's me again go to round yep. three. Oh, you, you're on the yeah you're well, on the pivot. I, I think I got a <laughs> so now here's here's where we stand. You have taken a movie. You have Christmas Vacation. That went one one. Um, then we've got uh, uh, Carol of the Bells is your movie. And or, now, who am I now. launching? You have to launch a song into the sun. <sighs> <sighs> Rev it up, power. So, so what sets this one up apart and just saves it? See, Elf saves Baby. It's cold outside for me, just because it's in Elf. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that would have been the one that I would think about launching. But I'm going to go ahead and launch out Jingle Bell Rock. Sorry, Ooh, Jingle okay. Bell Rock. Ooh. Okay, You're that's a big stance. You're out. I don't. Jingle I don't, Bell Rock's out for me. I don't, don't want to. Don't hate hear it. it. Oh, and by the way, when you listen to the original song, and I don't know if I've ever me, and my wife knows this every time. When you listen to the original song. Whenever she says, maybe we'll have some pumpkin pie, mm -hmm. it definitely sounds like she's saying, maybe we'll have some effing pie. Yeah. <laughs> definitely and that's not. A, that's and I just a ruined it for you because it's been ruined for me. <laughs> for me. Six and eight songs are that's hard. That's rocking around the, the Christmas tree, but still, Jingle Bell Rock is... It's out. Yeah, it's out. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. All right. I get to... So now I have to take... My, my hands are tied. I have to take a Christmas movie. A lot of good options out there. It's a, it's a really This is good, everyone's last pick, right? Yes. yes. Okay. It's a very good movie. Um... So here's what I'm not going to take. Uh, let's see. Has everybody taken a movie? Yes. I'm not going to take, even though and I, I know I'm a sucker. Play it to the crowd if you do. Not going to take Love Actually. Love Actually is a great movie. Okay? Very good movie. I'm a sap. Love it. Okay? Great movie. Here's what I'm going to take. And this is, I think, underrated. I'm going to take Scrooged. Okay? okay. Scrooged. Uh, you, you know, you're, you're, you're talking Bill Murray. Just fantastic. Like... Like, A Christmas Carol is, like, the quintessential mm -hmm. Christmas movie. This is the best version of that. Although, Muppet Christmas Carol, very close second. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind I of impressed that no one brought up. I think the Polar Express deserves Polar Express more is great. credit. Polar Express is great, uh, but I'm going to take Scrooge. I'll only put Although, it Oh, man. Yeah, I already took it. the The card's already in. I can't take. Well, what was what was? Well, you you can't change already, it. I will say this: you can't right, change it. Here's some it, honorable mention. But honorable mention on the movie. Gremlins. Yep. I don't know if the, I don't know if that's a Christmas movie. And I have to be convinced that Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Is Die Hard a Christmas? movie? Yes. Okay. 
I didn't say for Die Hard. I didn't say Die Hard. Die Hard. You know. So the just to round out my movie, on, my movie leftovers. Yeah, yeah. So Die Hard and Bad Santa. Over in Bad Santa. Okay. See, and the other thing too that deserves like I feel like credit that I didn't always get, but like I really love, and this is like a childhood thing, but like the claymation of, mm-hmm. of Rudolph and Frosty the Snowman, yeah. and oh, then yeah. Charlie Brown. Like those are three. <laughs> I knew I could get him with the Charlie Brown one. But I put Charlie Brown on my I'm list. Much more of Frosty. I'm much more of Frosty. The Frosty, Frosty's the best claymation, and I'm willing uh, to. Yeah. That's a hill I'm willing oh, to really? die on. Mm-hmm. See, I, I think it's better than Rudolph. Interesting. Mm, I'm a Frosty guy myself. I'm a, we're on different sides. We're on different sides of that. Yeah. I, I th- I'm a Rudolph guy. All right, drum roll. Here so it comes. So the final pick, um, <laughs> and this is uh, so you have uh, you've chosen Elf as your movie. Mm-hmm. You've launched Twelve Days of Christmas into the Sun, which is just good. What is your <laughs> final pick of the draft? Yeah, gotta take a song. Final pick for a song that gets me hyped every time I hear it. Felice Navidad. Wow. Sleeper. Sleeper pick. Well done. That's a great pick. Thank you. That's a great well pick. Done. Thank you. That's, if that's going to be Mr. Irrelevant, you know what I mean? The last pick yeah. of the draft, that is a – It's pick. quintessential on the Mr. Irrelevant. Felice like, Navidad is great. That's a good pick. It's, it's one you don't think about often, but yeah. every time it comes on, everyone gets a little – Yep. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, you're <laughs> never, you're never in a not, you're never in a bad place when Feliz Navidad comes on. Bingo, Here's, bingo. Okay, who sings it's the, the Florida line? Georgia line of the Christmas other thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Jose Feliciano. Jose yep. Feliciano sings it. It's the other thing too, though. That's a song that it doesn't matter who sings it. It's gonna be good. I gotta be honest. I don't know if I've ever heard another version. I've you, only you heard do, Jose yeah. Feliciano. Yeah. yeah, that's the only one. And look, the Jose, look, don't mess with perfection. You no. know what I mean? Yeah, why mess it up? <laughs> right, exactly. Um, okay, all right, good. Uh, that is uh, that is our draft. Let's see, to, to round it all out, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to you. Powers has chosen you Christmas Vacation. Solid. Excellent. That'll get me a lot of votes, I think, mm-hmm. by the fans, just being the best list just because it's oh, on Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, you got look, you, you took home Trevor Lawrence. You're happy yeah, with it, yeah. right? Yes. Carol the Bells is your is your song. Solid. Pretty solid. And you're launching Jingle Bell Rock into the sun. <laughs> I appreciate that. Pickle took Elf. Mm-hmm. Very good for her movie. You got 12, you're launching 12 Days of Christmas into the sun. Mm-hmm. And you get Feliz Navidad. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. I got... I launched Wonderful Christmas Time into the sun. <laughs> That's a, just a vendetta I got, at this point. I got Christmas in Hollis is my song, and I got Scrooged. I'm feeling good. Good. I feel like everybody had a pretty good draft. Yes. Which I think is the spirit of Christmas. Yes. Oh. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Powers. Thanks for coming, bud. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Pickle. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, we really hope you have a, a very healthy, happy, and safe Christmas. We will see you Monday on Texas Football Today. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.